Hello, this is Pastor Ariel, and welcome to Devotional. It is my prayer before every episode that this podcast will be a blessing for you. Please remember to subscribe to Devotional on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening in. This way, you will be notified every time a new episode is published. And don't forget to scroll down on the show's description and click on the links for all the free resources to get the best experience out of this podcast. Also, please remember to share with your friends and loved ones so they too can be blessed with this resource. Lastly, please consider becoming a supporter of this podcast. It would be much appreciated. And now, here's today's episode. Once again to Devotional, this is Pastor Ariel. We are on lesson number six, and on this episode, we will look at the lesson for Sunday, February 3rd. So we are now diving deeper into what it, what are these who are these sealed individuals. And before we get to the actual description of them we see a picture of um, imagery that uh, is very tender and yet holds tremendous warnings for the human race. Um, the lesson I'm just going to read quickly is at the beginning of the first paragraph. It says, In the Old Testament, winds stand for destructive forces by which God executes judgments upon the wicked. And the biblical references that we have are Jeremiah 23, 19 and 20, Daniel chapter 7, verse 2, Daniel 7 being the, the most rich one, um, and so I want to read to you a, the following sentence that says, As the angels of God cease to hold in check the fierce winds of human passions and all the elements of strife will be let loose. And I'm going to combine this. Um, there's a combo. They are destructive forces that the Bible shows are being checked or being held back or somehow being restrained from exercising their full force. There is some wind, but the majority of it is being held back. And these destructive forces in the great controversy are linked to this fierce winds of human passion. So these four winds are not the tsunamis, are not the natural uh, calamities that we experience, the fires, the earthquakes that have dominated the news. And uh, we just went through a polar vortex here in Michigan that caused some people to die. This is not speaking about nature. This is speaking about human. The fierce winds of human passion. And is, is using this imagery from nature to help us understand the strength and the destructiveness of it. Now, I stop to think these angels restrained, hold back. What does that mean? How is that experienced? And as I begin to think of biblical passages, I realized this restraint is the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to human conscience, speaking to our conscience, to our minds, allowing us to discern moral choices, moral destiny, uh, looking at the, the eternal outcomes of my present choices. That voice of the Holy Spirit uh, through the ministering angels, through the providence of God working through these ministering angels and the voice of the Spirit, of course, are being let loose which means this is 
no longer striving. There is no longer a striving, a resisting from God's part against the fierce winds of human passion. You think society is bad today? The book of Revelation tells us you have no idea how much worse it could be, how much worse it will be when God's restraining providence of mercy and grace is removed. When the four angels are told, let the fierce winds of human passion run unchecked, unrestrained. Now, I, I, as I thought about the striving, the resisting of God against the fierce winds of human passion, two, two verses came to my mind. The first one you may have already thought of, uh, Genesis chapter 6, verse 3. This was the first verse that came to my mind when I began to use that language of, you know, resisting the winds and striving against the winds. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, God says, Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever. Of course, this is in the context of the, the flood. This is in the context of humanity reaching a point in which uh, God describes that the thoughts of their hearts was only evil continually. That every intent of the thoughts of men's hearts was only evil continually. Now, that is significant because that description is a description of a human heart that we cannot say, you know, it takes this long. There's not a set period for human beings. It's different for everybody, I guess. Yet, This is a reality that the human heart can reach a point in which there is no desire to return. There is no desire for yielding to the voice of God. And Jesus tells us that as in the days of Noah, so it will be right before the coming of the Son of Man. Which means that this experience will once again be repeated. Humanity will once again reach this climactic point in which God, who is the only one that can discern, will see that in in a general, worldwide, worldwide, universal experience, humanity's hearts will reach a point where every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And only God can discern that. Only God can see that. And God tells us that there will reach a point in which the four angels will be told, no longer strive, no longer restrained. Our voice to the human heart is useless. There is no longer chords of response from these humans. Let the winds loose. But there's another verse that I thought of. Psalms 103, a psalm that I've been memorizing. Uh, actually, I memorized several verses from this psalm um, because it's very encouraging. It's a very tender appeal and a very tender picture of God. Psalms 103 verse 9 says, He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. Now, there's two instances in which God will stop striving, in which God will stop resisting or going against the winds of the fierce winds of human passion. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, we see what we could call there's a finality, a, a closure that breaks God's heart in which God has to honor the choice of a human and witness these creatures that he has made in his image become so full of darkness, hatred, selfishness, that 
they can only do evil continually because that is all that they've um, sowed into their hearts, allowed the darkness of the enemy to control them so that the voice of God is no longer heard, no longer responded to inwardly. But that's one time in which God will say, I'm no longer striving. The other time in which no longer will strive is when I yield. When I finally yield and confess and repent and receive and open my heart for the healing grace of God to enter me and transform me from a rebel into a righteous son, a righteous daughter. This is the two times in which God's spirit stops striving. The first one, because there is no longer a chance. God knows that extending time for this individual will be futile. They've reached the point of no return. The other one, praise the Lord, is when God sees that we are no longer striving against Him. That in my heart, I'm no longer rebelling and resisting and bucking Him, but rather now I'm choosing to yield. Now, like Jacob, I'm clinging to Him, pleading with Him, bless me. And God answers those. John 6, 37, If anyone comes to me, I will in no wise cast him out. No way I will turn anyone away that comes to me. And God rejoices with this one. God longs to having to stop striving with us because we have finally chosen to yield. One last thought that came to my mind as this rich imagery of winds and strife um, came out. Just finished, I'm still going to not finish. I um, just finished reading through this passage of Matthew not too long ago, so it's still fresh in my mind. Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27 says this, When Jesus got into the boat, his disciples followed him, and behold, there arose a great, great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being covered with the waves, but Jesus himself was asleep. And they came to him and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. He said to them, Why are you afraid, you men of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and it became perfectly calm. The men were amazed and said, this is the the clincher right here. What kind of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? What a tragic imagery that Revelation and this gospel brings to us. In Revelation, the the symbolic use of winds, but they don't represent nature. They represent the fierce winds of human passion, the human heart. How, how tragic that nature, the, the winds seized when Jesus says, Peace, be calm, stop. They obeyed him, but Judas didn't. So this imagery of winds and strife speak to you and me. This is not for the secular, only for those outside of the Christian church. This is an appeal for the human race. These are winds that are coming from all directions. And the angels are striving. In mercy, they are speaking to each human ear, to each human heart, stop. Why will you perish? Turn, turn and live. The winds and the seas still knows the voice of their creator. 
does humanity does my heart so the question finishes with an appeal though god will not force he will strive he will appeal he will entreat and it's up to me to respond to each of those entreaties each of those convictions on a moment by moment daily basis and the seven winds is a strong appeal do not resist when the spirits speak to your heart do not resist This is Pastor Ariel, and I hope you were blessed with today's episode of Devotional. It is my prayer this resource will inspire you to spend personal time studying God's Word, including using the study tool of our Sabbath School Quarterly. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast. This way, you will be notified each time a new episode is published. And don't forget to scroll down on the show's description and click on the links for all the free resources to get the best experience out of this podcast. Also, please remember to share with your friends through social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or the one you use regularly. This way, they can also be blessed with this resource. Lastly, please consider becoming a financial supporter of this podcast. It would be much appreciated. This is Pastor Ariel inviting you to study the Bible with me again on our next episode of Devotional. Devotional.